Romans chapter 5. And in the preceding chapters, Paul has gone about declaring unto the people of Rome and to all of God's saints throughout time. He clearly states and firmly proves that justification before God is not of works of the flesh, but by faith, by belief. Our Lord says in John 3.16, Whosoever believeth, whosoever has been given the gift of faith, those who I have gone to the cross for and shed my blood for, those are the ones who will be recipients of my grace. I will be merciful under whom I will be merciful. He Paul proves through the word of God that justification before God is not of works, but by faith. Now he proceeds to show us, you and I, the blessings that are ours through Christ. Look at the first five verses here, Romans chapter 5. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. By whom, by Jesus Christ, by the peace that we have through him, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope, and hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Now, I want to start right there in verse 1. Let's look at this very first word. It says, therefore. In other words, because of. Because of all of those things that we have gone over in these last three verses, these last three chapters, because of all the things that were brought out, the, the, the point that we are saved by faith, the point that we... Uh, uh, we live under the law of faith, as it, said, as it states in chapter 3, verse 27. Paul goes throughout all, that, all those scriptures declaring that Abraham, he proved through Abraham, through the story of Abraham, how it was faith. Faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Not the actions that Abraham did, but his faith in Christ that was accounted to him for righteousness. It's the same faith you and I have. It's not our actions on what we do. It's not our actions and what we don't do. It's the faith we have, the belief that Jesus Christ is God Almighty in the flesh. It's the very gift that God has given you and I to see the truth of what it was He did. He laid down His life for all of those that He has loved from before the foundation of the world. It's the same faith. That's called the law of faith, as I mentioned a moment ago in uh, uh, 327. And it's because of those truths that we now move forward with this conclusion. That's what therefore is. Therefore, because of, or the conclusion of, all of that information, it's not just for the Jews only, it's also for the Gentiles. It's for all of those throughout all of time who believe who have been given the gift of belief. Folks, do you understand? Do you understand the grace of God in giving us that belief? Do you remember a time when you had no belief of it? Oh, I do. I know it was several years ago for some of you, but 
It was only 23 for me. That's like yesterday. I remember clearly how it was I had no thoughts for Christ. I'll bet most of you do too. Yeah. I'll bet most of you do too. Yeah, we remember. Yeah. We know this grace that God gives to His people is something that we have to experience. And we know that because we deserve the wrath of God, and what we had deserved, our Lord laid upon His Son. We have experienced God's grace. God's love. Therefore, because of all that, because salvation is of grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, a gift of God, not of works, lest man should boast, we have peace with the Almighty God. Not for the Jew alone, but for all who believe, all whom have been given this gracious gift of faith. In the first verse there, Paul saying, Therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We are justified and accounted as righteous before God. Just as Abraham was accounted before God as righteous, not for anything he had done, but for his faith. He was accounted before God by faith in his Son, the Lord Jesus believing on Him, believing on His promises, as He is revealed in the Scriptures. Now, Abraham obviously didn't have Scriptures to, <coughs> to refer to, but God spoke to the uh, old saints, the Old Testament saints, through the prophets, through, through His Spirit, through His angels. Therefore, being justified, we have peace with God, and this peace arises from the fact that in Christ we are righteous. In Him we have a perfect righteousness. In Him, in Him we are righteous, our sins are forgiven, and we are holy and unblameable. Look over at Ephesians chapter 3. Mark your place there. We'll come back to Romans uh, several times. Look over at Ephesians chapter 1. I'm sorry. Ephesians chapter 1 real quick. Look with me over here. Let's just read a couple of verses. Ephesians 1. All of the blessings that we have come through our Lord and Savior. The righteous, the blessings of righteousness, the blessings of sanctification, the blessings of justification. It's in Christ Jesus our Lord as we read in verses 3 and 4. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. That's where our blessings lay, in our Savior. According as He hath chosen us in Him, in Christ, before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him. Without blame. We're blameless. We're blameless in the sight of our God because our blame was laid upon our Savior. Look over at Colossians. Look over at Colossians chapter 1 if you would. In Colossians chapter 1, beginning at verse 20, we read these words, And having made peace, this is that peace that Paul is talking about with the Romans. Therefore, it says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace. This is exactly what it's talking about. Having made peace through the blood of His cross, our peace is with our Savior. It's in Him. It's in what He did on the cross. By Him, it says in verse 20, to reconcile all things unto Himself, by him I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven, and you that were sometime 
alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable. There's that peace and unreprovable in his sight. Folks, outside of Christ, outside of Christ, we are at total war with Jesus. We're at total war with God. We're shaking our hands. If we're not in Christ, we're outside the world, in the world, shaking our hands, saying, I'll not have that one to rule over me. I'll not have that one to rule over me. We're at war with God. The natural man is enmity against God. When we are in Christ, we are reconciled and there's a joy. There's a peace. Listen to these words in Isaiah chapter 32, 17. And the works of righteousness shall be peace. That's who, who's the one who does the works of righteousness? Christ. Not us. Christ. We can't mix our works in with God's perfect works or we'll taint it completely. That's like working, mixing works with, with grace. It ruins it. It makes it of works and not of grace, doesn't it? It's like mixing leaven with bread. It makes it puffed up. Puffs up the pride of man, doesn't it? And the works of righteousness shall be peace, and the effect of righteousness, quietness, and assurance forever. Back in our text in Romans chapter 5, verse 2, we see, and by whom, speaking of by the Lord Jesus Christ, the one who we have peace through God, uh, uh, with God through, by whom also we have access. It's, it's by the Lord Jesus Christ that we have access by belief in Him into this grace. The grace of God. Wherein we stand and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Now, not only does a believer rejoice in the hope of the glory of God, but we rejoice in our tribulations, don't we? Now, I'm not, I'm not talking about taking joy in the pain that comes from tribulations. I'm not talking about, oh, I, you know, I'll tell you, folks, be careful, and I've heard this said, and I'm going to say I'm going to repeat it, and you've heard it said too before. Be careful what you pray for. God just might give it to us. And it might be a little painful. We don't take a great joy in pain. Polly Mary had no joy in the loss of her grandson. But she knows God. And she knows that God does all things right. All things right. Her only peace is that very fact. My only peace with the troubles that I have with my own family. My only peace is that my Lord rules that. He brings these things into the world to bring me closer to Him. The results of our tribulations are we look to our Lord and Savior and we look to Him and we look to Him and we look to Him again. Trials work patience. Patience is the submission to the will of God. I know this is hurtful. I know it's painful. I know it's troublesome. But I also know that my Lord rules everything. That's submitting to the rule of God. Not just part of the things. God doesn't just set things out there and say, okay, let's see what happens. <laughs> no. no. Our Lord is a purposeful God. 
Everything is purposed by him for his glory. Everything. Look over at Hebrews chapter 13. Submission is to submit to the will of God. It is to be content and to wait upon the Lord. Look over at Hebrews chapter 13 with me if you would. In Hebrews chapter 13, the writer writes these words. He says, verse 5, let your conversation. Now that, that's the same word as living, as, as your walk, as your walk through this world. Let your, not, just, not just the vocal speaking of your words, but your actions. Let your actions be without covetedness and be content with such things as ye have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Over in Psalms 27, and I'll turn there and read it for you. Psalms 27, we read these words. In 13 and 14 of Psalm 27, it says, I have fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Submit to who he is. I mentioned a moment ago that we can all remember a day when we walked through this world shaking our fists. That's what the world is. That's what the natural man is. The natural man will not bow to God. Oh, they will in the day of reckoning. Oh, we would have in the day of reckoning. But aren't you thankful? Aren't you thankful that God didn't leave us to ourselves to that day? No, because He has loved us before the world was. He had to come to us, folks. That day of His love for you and I was marked before anything was created. Before you were ever in your mother's womb. That day was marked where He would come to you, His child, His blood-bought child, and say, Live. Live. You that were dead, live. Submitting ourselves, patience is submitting ourselves to the purpose will of, purposeful will of God as God Almighty. It involves not only our attitude toward God and His providence, but it also our attitude towards others during our trials. What do you mean by that, John? Well, <clears throat> okay. I mentioned I have struggles with my family. And I don't want to go into a great lot of details because it's just personal stuff. Not between Kathy and I, but outside members of the family. It's been difficult, but I have finally come to a point where I understand that even those trials with my family are there because God has put them in. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it any more than that. It, there's been a great anger in my heart over some things in my life. Some of you know what I'm talking about. There's been a great anger towards the things that happened in my family. And it's just not until just been recently when I started to submit to that point again. My God is God of everything. Amen. That means He's God of that too. Yeah. And for me to be angry at that makes me angry at Him. And it draws me to the point where I get down on my knees and ask for forgiveness. I can't tell you how much that has relieved 
my soul and given peace to this soul to be reminded that my Lord brings these things into our lives for His glory. Are they painful? Absolutely. I don't know how to say it any more than that. I don't know how to express it in a way more than showing you, expressing to you my experience. You know, that's what getting together is all about, isn't it? Don't we come together to edify each other? How do we edify each other? You know, I, I don't know if any of you have gone through the same things that I'm going through, but I know that you're going through something. I know that if you're a child of God, you're going through something because this is a cursed world, folks. Everything in it is cursed. Everything in it fights against the living God. And the trials that we must live through as we walk this earth are trials that bring us to that very point where we remember He's God. And as God, all things are His. Back in our text, verse 4, it talks about patience, experience. Patience brings experience. It, it teaches us we learn, through, we learn patience through experience. And experience gives us hope. Patience worketh experience and maturity of character and proof of genuine faith. Trials do not produce faith, but they reveal faith which is there. Actually, trials may detect a hypocrite even. We all know that a hardened heart can cause a person to drop their profession. True faith is stronger as a result of God's trials. And then we close in verse 5, where our Lord says, and hope. Oh, what a hope we have. This is the hope. And we're going to look a little bit deeper into this hope in the next message. But oh, what a hope we have, folks. Our hope is that because we see the truth that we see now, because we see the truth in God's Word, our hope is that we are one of His. He proves to us over and over again that you're mine. I will never let you go. It says to continue the fight. You know who continues the fight in us? Our Savior. Aren't you thankful we're not left to do that fight on our own? Aren't you thankful that he, is, he has conquered all things for us? Those who possess a good hope in Christ will never be ashamed. We are never ashamed of that relationship. One thing my family, my friends, you all saw Will Wilkins here the other day. Now Will has known me from days before well, let's just say back in the days. He knows who I am today. I'm not ashamed of my Lord, and I'm not ashamed to express to that man or anyone who, caught Lord, who God crosses my path that I believe God. Amen. And that belief that I have is a gift from Him. Amen. It's not something I have done. 
Those who possess a good hope, a hope in Christ, will never be ashamed of that relationship, nor will they ever cause, nor will they ever have a cause to be ashamed. For in our Lord and Savior we are perfected. Nor will we ever be put to shame, for a vain hope and a false profession will finally fall away. It will prove to be empty and result in eternal loss. It is not our love for God that gives us a strong hope and comfort, although the grace and the fruit of, uh, of God is love. It is not that. But the Holy Spirit that reveals to us God's love for us in His Son, the Lord Jesus. It is with the knowledge of that love that comes and it affects us to have, to, to have faith and to be mature and to, be, and to grow in maturity in the, in the knowledge and, and love of our Savior, the Lord Jesus. It is that very thing which peace, access, and the presence of God brings us to rejoice and have a hope in eternal life. Turn over to 1 John chapter 4 and we'll bring this to a close with a few verses there. 1 John chapter 4. Look with me if you would, beginning at verse 9. 1 John chapter 4, beginning at verse 9. In this was manifested the love of God towards us, because that God sent His only begotten Son into the world that we might live through Him. Here is love, not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation of our sins. <clears throat> this is the love of God that he gave himself for me this is the love of God that I know that he washed me clean in his son beloved verse 11 if God so loved us we ought to love one another Lord help us Lord help us to go out into the world and love each other as our Savior has loved us Amen